Welcome to the Movie Play Podcast. I am your host, Christian, and as you can tell from the title of this podcast, we are going to be reviewing uh, Avengers Endgame, because that's that. that's that. It is going to be a full spoiler discussion, uh, so if you have not watched the movie yet, don't listen. Go away. We don't want you. Uh, and, um, and yeah, that's what we're going to do. I have a guest here uh, with me. You've heard his voice in the podcast before, but I'm going to let him properly introduce himself. Uh, hey guys, I'm Mike. Uh, it's nice to actually be here in person, and then not just dropped in. Probably sounded a little different, but now it's now it's he's pretty, here. He's yeah, here. He's I'm live here in person. person. But yeah, I'm excited to be here, and thanks for having me. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna talk about some Avengers Endgame. Uh, like I said, spoilers. Uh, first and foremost, uh, what it's about in the most non-spoilery way possible. Uh, it's about the remaining Avenger Avengers. We have to deal in a world of a post-snap. I don't care what it's called in the movie. It's called Snap. That's all we're going to talk about. Uh, that Thanos did and what they got to do to fix it. Uh, we both watched the movie last night. Mike probably has a little more fresher idea because he saw it this morning. Uh, but at least at the time we're recording this. And uh, yeah, just what, what, what are our initial thoughts? Well, I try to remain as unbiased as possible with this stuff. Because you know, we like to go out and enjoy comic book movies but as you wear your captain america shirt yeah um and like we said just before like i said just before we started recording um i don't think it's dramatic to say that this is the greatest movie ever made and or ever will be made no uh, i it was phenomenal i think uh there's not really a whole lot you can you can find wrong for me i mean obviously there's little stuff and it's like you said it's fresh but you know, to to have such high expectations after eleven years and what this is the twenty second movie, twenty uh, second, twenty third, something, something like that, like that something which like is that. insane. I don't know if that'll ever happen again in, in Hollywood. So for it to be doing this well and get this greater reviews, I mean, and for me, just completely exceeded expectations. Yeah, uh, we both were mentioning before we started recording as well. Uh, the crowd was awesome. Oh uh, yeah, my my crowd was awesome last night, uh, despite which I didn't tell you uh, the movie. Uh, stopped. Oh my god, really? Uh, yeah, it stopped. Oh, this is a spoiler. So it stopped uh, when uh, Nebula tells War Machine uh, that, that she's looking for the stones of Gamora and Thanos. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, so like for whatever reason, the projector stopped. <laughs> so we're sitting there for like five minutes and then it would start over again, like a little five seconds before. So we heard uh, Thanos has found an Infinity Stone like three times. Uh, and it kept cutting off right there. And God, it's brutal. And eventually, I mean, they got it fixed. I mean, they played it, like, when they came back, they played it uh, where Cap, Ant-Man, uh, Tony, and Hulk land in New York. Okay. And everyone's like, no, fine, whatever. We'll just watch yeah, it over. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, so that kind of <laughs> let the steam, the steam out a little bit uh, in terms of, you know, enjoying it oh. for everything. But it was still very enjoyable. It's still... That's the worst thing about it is I get... I, I love the theater experience and I will never not go on an opening night because I don't want things spoiled yeah. but there's so many variables and like people around and I when I went I brought my headphones and I got there super early because the theater I went to didn't have assigned seating mm. so I brought headphones and I was listening to a, a, a couple different podcasts and I was like you know what I got an hour to kill so I watched the last hour of Infinity War but I just I don't want anyone talking yeah. I don't want anything like <laughs> just don't and like you said it was I think a lot of these fans realize, like, let's not talk during the movie and ruin it for everybody else. No. But cheering, of course. The cheer, yeah, cheering. There's there was so many points where you couldn't not like yeah, you yeah, had yeah, to yeah, make yeah, at yeah, least yeah. a sound. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, the guys next to me, uh, every time something happened, were like, oh, oh, like I could see them like hunched <laughs> over in their chairs. Um, I think the first big one was um, when, uh, when was it? Uh, I'm sure they did it before, but like the first visual one, because there was like five of them. And like it was like in unison, all five of them were like, "No!" Uh, when uh, Black Widow died, oh, okay, when she sacrificed herself, um, that was like the first moment. I was like, "Oh!" And then yeah. you could tell like everyone was just like, uh, "So yeah, um, crowd was awesome despite what that happened." Although there were some there were some humor moments in there, everyone was like really enjoying it. Every time it came back on, it went off. Everyone cheered, you know, yeah, sarcastically. <laughs> um, and uh, of course, one guy. There was always, there's always one guy. It was yeah. like Darmamu, uh, which was <laughs> funny. And then someone was playing when there, when it was all black. Someone was playing the scene on their iPhone like really loud, so everyone within his facility could hear That's the scene. So, um, if you say Marvel fans don't have a sense of humor, you're wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, I loved it. It, it was it, it, like we said, uh, 22, 23 films, eleven years. Um, Starting with a bunch of characters that arguably no one really cared about. You know, it's not like oh, X-Men. Yeah. You know, Mar- no one really knew who Iron Man was unless you were a fan of the comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, people knew who Hulk was, but like you start your franchise off with Iron Man. With Robert Downey Jr., who at the time was, you know, not the most trustworthy yeah. guy to have on set. Um, to do that, to do Thor, to do Hulk, to do uh, Risks, like... Ant-Man and Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Doctor Strange, um, to finally have uh, the first female-led superhero movie in Captain Marvel, um, to do all of this and to keep it, to keep us fans and non-fans of comic book movies interested, invested, care about these characters, um, that is a testament to everything they've done from uh, not just the Russo brothers, who of course have done the last string of big Marvel movies have done Winter Soldier uh, Civil War this Infinity War to even Joss Whedon who fans seem to forget now but he's the guy that started all this Uh, John Favreau everyone everyone from behind the scenes to in front of the camera the fact that they have kept this series um, a well-oiled machine is a testament to that and watching Endgame um like we said before we started recording, I think maybe you mentioned it when we started, uh, the callbacks. Oh, yeah. The, the little ones. The the on your left, like we just mentioned. Yeah. That um, was, at oh the very God. end. That end scene. Oh, Oof. my God. Nerd happy tears. Now, I'm not, I was not afraid to admit, to admit oh, that. Oh, 100%. I, called, I cried last night three legitimate times. Um, I've, like, teared up at movies, and most of the time I've had a couple cocktails with me. This was three times I cried, like actual tears, not like the cool guy in the movie, like, right. oh, let me just wipe my eyes. Like, I got no. allergies. Like, huh? like if it, if I wasn't biting my lip, I probably would have let out a little whimper. Like, <laughs> yes, there, and you're like, you're right. Happy, whole there, there's that on your left moment when you the the slow realization, like you're talking about in the theater when it started to roll over the crowd. There, you're just like you hear oh oh. oh Oh fuck! Oh shit! Oh my god! Oh my god! And then it's just like it just blows and it just pulled on applause. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, it's insane. It was insane that that moment, of course. But I mean, and like you were talking about with uh, with the callbacks. I mean, th- just the level of care you can just it just oozes off screen, and 
we were saying the fan service obviously was pretty relevant or prevalent in this in this movie, but it was done in, in such a way where it wasn't obnoxious and it and it actually was uh, rewarding. I mean, to the point where you had people. Um, I was reading online. They said that the big three they had scenes with their first with their, their like their best directors. So you know, Tony was happy with John Favreau. Mm-hmm. John Favreau, uh, you know, the Russo brothers were in the the support group with uh, yeah one of them was with uh, Cap, with Cap yeah. and then uh, Korg with Thor yeah. and Taika Waititi I mean you know just little well, things fat like Thor. that fat, fat, fat Thor. Thor oh my that's <laughs> that's gonna be the biggest Halloween costume this year it's so easy just get a wig and just dress <laughs> like a slob yeah, yeah. but yeah I, I think uh, you know there's so so many little things like even the one that hit me and I, I didn't really hit the crowd was you know the ending when, when Cap's going to return the Infinity Stones and they repeat the line that they him and Bucky exchange when Bucky leaves him at the expo. The and he says, uh, "Don't do anything stupid until I get back." And he says, "How mm-hmm. can I? You're taking all the stupid with you." I thought that was a real cool moment. Yeah. But yeah, I, just, I, I the, it's made and loved by comic book fans for comic book fans, and you know they give you what you want, but also what you don't think you would want and that you love. You know, it's a, it's 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 so incredible. Yeah, I mean, it, it it's. It's the little things about the movie that I that I love. It's the character moments that, I love. of course, yeah. Because it's like, like, yeah, this is a comic book movie, yeah. Especially at the very end, where it's like that's straight up out of a comic. To such a degree, more so than I think any movie has ever yeah. gone. It's like no, like you're not gonna repeat that moment. <laughs> if you repeat that moment, you're just copying Endgame. It's, that's all it is. Yeah. Um, but it's the little like I love the little moments. Um, I don't know what it was. I think just because we didn't get enough of her in the Thor movies. Uh, when Freya shows up. Oh, of course, yeah, that uh, was that great. That scene with 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 her and Thor. It's like, I know you're not my Thor. You're 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 yeah. from the future. It's like, how did you know? It's like I was born by witches. Like, I know. Yeah. And I love that. I love that that little part. And then st- them, because you, you, there was like maybe in the first Thor, like a couple scenes when they were together. Um, yeah, she might. I have she was barely. She was. Lines. Yeah, she was barely in it, any of them. Both of them. I mean, yeah. she doesn't part two. Um, but. Bringing her back, all the all the people they brought back was great. Oh my god, yeah. Frega, uh, Tilda Swinton as the ancient one, which I thought was really cool. And then you know when you look back at it, you're like thinking like, yeah, like, um, what was the the scene that really made me laugh? It was like, guy, it was it was, uh, was it Black Widow, Tony, and was it Hulk when they were talking about cause the time heist, which I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that part. <laughs> um, when they're talking like if. How are we so dumb? There's three Infinity Stones in yeah. New York in the same year. Um, so like, yeah, when you like when you think back about this, I was like, no, yeah, I mean, the Ancient One would have been in New York during mm-hmm. that. Like, why didn't they show it? And then they bring her back. Yeah, uh, I love that. Um, you get the Red Skull back, uh, which we talked talk a little bit with Black Widow dies, uh, which you don't think about it. Like, I didn't think about it. Like, oh, they're going to vo- the to Vormir. I'm like, yeah, they got to go to Infinity Stone. Like. No, one of them has to die. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, didn't hit me right away. I was like, okay, it's like, yeah, like, how are they going to get the stones? Like, oh, uh, like, as they go, as yeah. the scene progresses, like, oh, that's, no, that's not going to work. I like, it, they handled that well with the way that their characters would be fighting to save each other. And, yeah. you know, the going back again to callbacks, but the way that, you know, he was sent to kill her and she, mm-hmm. he didn't judge her for what she did, you know, working for Hydra. Um, it's crazy to me that I don't think I've seen in any other movie where an actor didn't want to come back to play a role so they got someone to do an impression of them with Hugo Weaving because mm. it's a Ross Marquand from Walking, Walking Dead, Dead yeah. 
That's insane. Like when I saw it in Infinity War, I was like, "Who the hell is that?" Like I knew it wasn't Hugo Weaving because you, yeah. you can tell right away it's not him. But um, I realized, like, I thought it was uh, Aiden Gillen, mm-hmm. uh, Littlefinger from Game yeah. of Thrones, because the voice sounds really familiar. And then I found out it was him. I was like, "Oh no, that's that's awesome. That's cool." Yeah. And they bought him back for this one. I thought it was great. I just can't. I can't. You can't think of any other scenario where that would happen. But that's the thing. It's like, and that it would work. Yeah, that it would work well yeah. enough where it wouldn't completely pull you out of the movie. Right. I mean, he's all CGI, but um, it's not like they had to CGI Hugo Weaving's face. You right. know, it's a little yeah. easier with the with the skull. But yeah, that that was just like a microcosm of. Does it make sense that Rumlo would be with um, what's that was Sitwell in yeah, the elevator? Was, yeah, and Pierce would also be there yeah. all of a sudden. No, it doesn't make sense. No, but no. it's great for. The, like we said, the fan service. The fan service, and the culmination of everything that was yeah. going on at the time. So, yeah, when I saw them, I was like, oh, 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 okay, what's going to happen here? And then, of course, Hell Hydra, which everyone oh in my, my theater God. laughed. I think the only people that laughed were the people that actually knew what that meant. Yeah. And there was, like, I knew there was some people that were like, what, what, what's going on? Like, no, everyone, when he, as soon as he said that, everyone was like. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was a really good subversive moment to kind of take a hard left, because... Even Chris Evans has said in interviews his favorite thing ever filming Captain America was that elevator scene. Which is a great it is. scene. So, you know, everyone's sitting there thinking that it's going to be a repeat of I it. thought it was going to happen again, too. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's going to beat the shit out of all these guys. Yeah. For him to do that, and, you know, they hearken to, uh, was it Nick Spencer's Secret Empire in the mm-hmm. comic books? It just. It, and Cap versus Cap, his reaction to, like, I can do this all day. He's like, I yeah, know. I know. <laughs> I love that. That was awesome. You know, I. They didn't know what to expect going into this movie. And like we said, the comic book, comic book aspect of it. I was so nervous. Like, I couldn't sit still. And you're watching it. And when it... it there's The only thing is, is a little bit of a slow build. To But once I go back in time, and I'm like, they're going to do this. They're actually going to do time travel. Yeah. And they're going to do it. And you jump first into New York in 2012 with that first Avengers movie. It's just... The, what I think has separated this so much from a lot of other comic book movies, uh, like with DC and anything else they've ever tried to do, it's that they don't try to sanitize or um, pull back from the fact that it is a genre comic book. You embrace it and you do it the right way. You know, it's it's earnest, which yeah. I think really comes across because they're not playing it like you can't. We can't as fans take it. If it's being earnest, so you don't have to darken it down, or you don't have to do anything like that, and I think that's one of the reasons why they've continued to make just hit after hit after hit after hit because they're giving you, like you said, it's character stories in a genre, you know, environment. Rather, I mean than that. The that I mean, the, after the first ten minutes of the movie, which is all straight comic book, you know, that they're going after Thanos mm-hmm. and they cut off his head and his hand, which I'm like, oh, 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 oh <laughs> damn, they went there, okay, yeah, um, and then it skips past you know the five years. After that, it's a drama. It really is just a drama because you don't yeah. see anyone really in costume except Okoye and Captain Marvel during the yeah that's true during the I guess the war sequence where mm-hmm. uh, Natasha's basically a, kind of a Nick Fury esque yeah. character, which I thought was a nice little round, well rounded uh, thing for her. Um, you don't see anyone in costume. Mm-hmm. They're all wearing you know their plain shirts and t shirts until. It comes to the moment where, like, no, we're going back in time. And then you see, you know, you see uh, Professor Hulk, <laughs> which threw me back a little bit. I was like, 
it just looks weird. And it took me a little bit to get used to it. It mm-hmm. took it took me a little bit to get used to it. But once you get used to it, it's like, no, yeah, that makes sense. It's it, a, it's a big yeah. green guy walking around. It's a comic book movie, of course that makes sense. This like the level that the CGI has gotten to, where you can see mannerisms of. I mean, obviously, you know, you see it with Infinity War with uh, Josh Brolin with Thanos, but. The, you can see the fact that like Mark Ruffalo really, really doesn't move his upper lip when he speaks. Mm. You can see that in that CGI Hulk, which is just yeah. it, the level of technology is crazy, and it's also kind of Big Brother Brave New World scary for the future. But yeah. we're not worried about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, they perfected the de aging effect. Yeah, with Captain Marvel, and they did it a little bit here again with uh, yeah Michael Douglas. Uh, Michael Douglas and who pops up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that it, that was really really cool. And like you said, I think it's a good hour of the movie. It's yeah, just it's a, a drama. Good, that first whole act, after those first ten minutes, all drama. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I like that it didn't, it didn't really high, shy away from that at all, too. Because you could say that it really slows, quote unquote, slows down there. But I don't, I don't think it does. I think it's, like, broken up enough with the comedy. And at first when the movie started, like, with Fat Thor and with, uh, some of the stuff with Ant-Man, I was worried that that was going to be way too heavy-handed mm. because of the success of, like, Ragnarok and stuff. But they balance it out well. You know, the ending is very serious, and you really don't think about it. Because it kind of needs to be a little. Yes. And you you can have a little fun, you know, with Spider-Man when it comes Yeah. Like, I can do this. Like, no, no, I, can't, I don't got this. I but I think that. you need that. You need those yeah. palate cleansers because, I mean... And that's what the Rooster Brothers do so well. Yes. And that's one of the reasons why these movies are so successful. Oh, and yeah, you th- the little, even down to their... The community character cameos in that. I continued here, yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, it's like, yeah, they had Danny Pudi in Winter Soldier. Yeah. They had, um, oh, what's his face? Dean Pelton was uh, in, uh, yeah, in, uh, Civil War. That's right, he was also in Civil War, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you had, um, you had two in here. You had Ken John and, uh, you had Cole Brown. Yeah. Um, which was awesome, yeah. So that was really cool. And then, oh, and then Donald Glover is Miles Morales' uncle in Homecoming, which That's has right. nothing to do with it. Yeah. So maybe in Far From Home, Chevy Chase will show up. Chevy Chase will be in the background, <laughs> just chilling. He'll be in the wheelchair, just like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I think um, one of the things that I liked about this movie is that it really brought Cap and Tony's stories to a close in a satisfying way. And not in a way that, like, everything worked out happy-go-lucky, but it worked out and it closed their three at three act arcs off where you know they start in different places where you know Tony is only about himself and Cap is about everybody else and they come to a close and kind of swap places you know I think I've read like there's people that are, are upset about the way Cap's story ended which doesn't make sense to me I mean it, it makes it makes sense yeah once you if you go back and you watch Captain America Winter Soldier or even Civil War and a lot of this it's like no that it makes sense that he would do that like he, like he even says in the beginning when he's doing in the support group, he's like, "Listen, man, I went on the ice for seventy years and came back and look, look now, look, look where we are now. Yeah, look where I am now." Um, no, I think it makes sense. And then when he sees Peggy, when he goes back in time and he's looking through the window, and when he has the thing, uh, the was it a compass or whatever it is, yeah, yeah. with him, and a picture of her, which is another callback to to Captain America, yeah, the first one. Um, I, I, yeah, no, I love the fact that he went back in time. And he stayed there, basically, quote unquote, stayed there. Yeah. Uh, and he came back and he gave the shield to, to Sam. Gave the shield to, to Falcon, which, again, comic book nerds will know. Yeah. Falcon picks up the Captain America man. So, as does Bucky, um, which I'm sure fans are probably already debating, oh, he should have given it to Bucky. No, whatever. 
We can we can debate that some other time, but yeah, it's 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 open it's open for that. But um, no, I like the fact that he became whole man cap, um, for the lack of a better term. Um, yeah, I love the fact that they went with that. I love the fact that I mean, I love the fact because we don't get to see these characters again uh, yeah. unless they do more time travel. And that's the thing; it's a comic movie. Like, yeah. you know, Tony could be an AI for exactly. everybody yeah. else, like Jarvis, yeah. and all they have to do is go back in time and get Cap, or you know, he's flying around time. Bring yeah. those Infinity Stones back. You never know. I think like ten years down the line, if there's a X Men Fantastic Four movie and they're gonna lose, which also deal with time travel all the time. Yes, on all of a sudden you see Mjolnir fly, flying in and Cap shows up. I people which, will, by the way that wasn't awesome when they give when he picked yes. up Mjolnir. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been more excited in a movie theater. I I, I actually I happy tears yes. when that happened. I that was awesome. verbally like out loud said holy fucking shit in the theater. <laughs> And I hate people that talk during the movie, but I just, it was like a sneeze. I couldn't not, because it was, it was, I thought they weren't going to do it because they kind of used it to um, show that Vision wasn't a bad guy in, in uh, Age well, of Ultron. Well, it seems like Age of Ultron when he moved it. Yes. During the party scene. So that was not a, sort of a callback, but you know. Yeah. yeah. So it was, and, and there's a very famous scene from the uh, Infinity Gauntlet comic book where he's the last standing against Thanos and they have this kind of very I like, thought they were philosophical thing. I thought they were going to do that. When it was just him and he was staring down the army, he has that line he's like, I'm, as long as there's one breath in me, I'm going to help stop yeah. you. And I thought he was going to die. Like, I honestly thought, oh yeah, that was a moment where he's like, when he just latches it up and his shield, but first of all, he broke the shield. Yeah. Thanos broke the shield. I was like, oh shit, I'm like, oh no, he's going to die. Um, and then he just sit, and then he just stands there and he's like, Let's go. I yeah. thought that was gonna, and I thought that was going to be it. Um, since Infinity War, I've been preparing myself for Captain America to keep, to be killed and sacrifice himself, and it because that's who the that's, yeah, that's how he is exactly. But you know, I I would have I would have guessed before this that Tony was going to get his happy ending, but he already did. Yeah, because he, he, he got the daughter. Which yes. was, yeah, and he said he gave everyone else a happy ending too, which you know what, it made me think of another callback where you know the scepters in the helicarrier and they're all arguing with each other each other and cap says i've watched the footage you're not the guy to make the sacrifice play you're not the guy that will lay down on a wire and let another guy crawl over you and for that to kind of come full circle it just like they just stop making movies like you how are you going to make a movie that's going to live up to this like far from home comes out this summer right it has to be like a straight comedy because there's no way you can play any moment seriously. Yeah, no. You know? No, yeah. I mean, there's got to be aftermath of him being sad, but I don't I'm sure they'll know. touch on that, which is. I hope they touch on that. Yeah. Because otherwise. Oh, they'll like, have what to. Do you they'll have to. And, you know, I, I hope it would be very cool to see Tony in a sort of. Because uh, there's a long stretch in the comic books where Tony's dead and he has a, this kind of hologram at, like, at the end, that message that he has recorded. To eat or to just and they can just use that and be you know make yeah again, make like the AI and they can give them the personality and everything. That's the Have best come thing. Come in every now and then, not Don Cheadle and, and Robert Downey are not spry young men, but their characters are made such that they can keep. Doing you just need a CGI head and some hair dye for Robert Downey Jr. Or like I said earlier, if he's Jarvis, the new Jarvis or something, you know, you just do a voiceover, yeah. which is great. Plus, Downey's just box office gold so they're gonna try and work him back in as exactly, much as yeah, they can yeah yeah so yeah, it'll, be, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what the future is like with these movies but I just I loved so much of this thing 
and it was a great end, but it teased the fact that now Thor's with the Guardians. Which we know Part 3's coming out. Yeah. So, does that mean he's going to be in Part 3? How would you? I hope so. How could you not? You can't be like, oh, he's he's joining the Guardians of the Galaxy, and then Guardians of the Galaxy 3 comes out, it's like, no, he's not here. He's off somewhere else. He's off drinking somewhere else. Well, they said that they're going to use a gun's back and that they were going to use a script, but I almost feel like he finished a script too early. Probably, yeah, because he, he probably didn't really know. What yeah, was yeah. Because he was on the outs. And then he was fired. Yeah. So I don't know. Stupidly if, fired. But. Yes. So, But I don't know if they were bringing, because he was, there was all that talk about before where he was going to be kind of the the overseer of the cosmic yeah, exactly. world, yeah. you know? So uh, I would hope. Someone on, at the theater was talking about, and I think I saw something online about Fat Thor, and because they were talking about Fat Quill and Infinity War to have like a training montage with Drax. <laughs> with all of them just working out, yeah. Yeah, I, but you know, Thor is the one I think that works staying with the other two leaving, and I think they said that there's rumors of Hawkeye going to Disney Plus and kind of passing the torch to Kate Bishop, or which would I would assume would be his daughter, you know, based yeah, on the I mean, movie. Kind of what they tease there, yeah. So. This the biggest thing that I love about this. It's like they found a way to put all the new super hot toys to the side with Black Panther and Spider Man, and let the the six plus that started it all kind of finish it, which was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, I don't know what else to say besides that it's fucking awesome. It's just so fucking awesome. He finally says Avengers Assemble. That was great. That was awesome. Yeah. 30 people in the theater yelled it at different points because there's that little bit of a gap before he finally says assemble. Says assemble yeah. So everyone's yelling that out. I mean, there's just so many little moments like that where, uh, I mean, I know the internet because it's so understanding and open-minded is going to love the scene where all the female superheroes. <laughs> that um, was cool, man. It was awesome. That and, was awesome. Like, my theater cheered, and I know I know yes. most of my theater was mostly guys. Yeah, my my theater cheered too. There, but was, I there could, was women there, but I'm pretty sure from what I could tell from when I was seeing people walking, it was mostly guys. Yeah. And a lot of them cheered. I can hear the collective groan of the internet, of Twitter. Oh, of course. This, the, what, is they, what are they called? The checkmark? The cult uh, of the checkmark? So, yeah, something like that. Um, but, that, I mean, they're badass. They also, I, I'm re-watching it, Okoye just straight up kills... Corvus Glaive by herself. She I, I noticed that. I was like, oh, oh shit, she just killed my body. And if you're not paying attention, you completely miss it. Yeah. You know, and she just doesn't have the the purple, or the, the herb, I can't remember what it's called. She's just a dormelage. Yeah. yeah. So, they're all badass seeing Rescue, seeing all these rescue people. Rescue was really cool. Yeah. I mean, I I'm not the biggest Gwyneth Potro fan, but sure. seeing her in, in the Rescue armor was pretty cool. I'm glad to. I was worried that they were gonna. I forgot what the term is. Mary is it Mary Sue? Or yeah, like they made um, that Captain Marvel because of the success and like the the online movement mm-hmm. that she was just gonna come in and like one punch and be done. Times, yeah. But they worked her power set well. It was a convenient that she wasn't around. Yeah, you know, until she was, and then kind of helped. She, well, they couldn't have won without her, but. Um, I just, I just like that moment when he headbutts her and he's like, oh, whatever, yeah. dumbass. And then he pulls out the power stone and just knocks her out. That was pretty cool that he yeah. pulled that out of the gauntlet. I mean, the the one thing that I thought about today when I was seeing it was the fact that I was like 14 million possibilities. And the only one where it works is that a rat goes into that van 
and turns on the fucking the machine to that's, bring him back. That's, yeah, I was like, really? That's how they're gonna bring him back? Like he couldn't find his way back out. Of yeah, it? like no, it was a rat. So that was the one. I mean, there. How many of the every other possibility? He's still stuck in the quantum realm, like that. Someone was like online has said that uh, that that's Loki, which I'm just gonna headcanon that 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 was Loki that helped save. That's him. the only acceptable thing that we. Because otherwise, it's like this is way too. Ridiculous. It's just yeah, it's dumb but, luck. But yeah, either way, I I just lo- I think it's I'm gonna probably see it eight more times. I don't know, maybe in a theater, IMAX. Who cares? I'll give them all take all my money, like Kevin Smith says, all the money in the world. Uh, yeah, I mean, I got nothing else to say. I mean, it's, I pretty much already said it. It's a culmination, 20-some 20 films, uh, 11 years, uh, a fitting end to everything, to Cap, to Iron Man, to Thor, um, Scarlet Witch, uh, who comes in, this gets, so gets her, gets her, her payback moment. She almost uh, kills him. She would have ripped him apart. She would have ripped him apart if he was like, no, rain fire. Which I like because if you know anything about the comics, she's like insane level power. So it's nice that she's graduated. I mean, she's that a little bit here because she was able to do Like, I thought she was going to be like, no more Thanos. And yeah. Gone. I'm like, oh, that would have been awesome. But that would have been too, too easy. And I mean, we didn't, we haven't mentioned before, before we end the I Am Iron Man to mm-hmm. end the first movie and then end him and with then, that. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. Oh my God, was that cool? Yeah. That was that was Downey is a great performance in this when he's emaciated at the beginning, and it's just a really nice way to send him off. The guy that kind of brought it all into the world, and you know, Favreau with them, that pair with Paltrow, and it, it was just, it was a really fitting end, and it's rare that you have that in film and be satisfied. Like I feel like I just need to sleep for three days. <laughs> uh, and the callback uh, when they send out the the heart, yeah, the oh, call tears heart. just blubbering awesome. tears on my face it was it was funny too because that was there was so like you said so much cheering but then at that point in the movie like as soon as the snap happens and everything not you could hear like the hvac mm-hmm. because everyone was so quiet and then you he- heard sniveling and people like there wasn't people whimpering hard yes in my theory yeah that just the sound of not pins dropping, but like men's, you know, insecurities dropping as they just cried <laughs> and like let it all go. It was it was the great equalizer. Yeah, you know, for sure, it was great. Um, yeah, I got nothing else. It's awesome. You should go watch it. Uh, even if you're not a full on Marvel uh, comic book movie guy or fan I'm just a fan not guy I don't know why I'm discriminating um it's it's just it's great you got so many awesome moments it, the last 10 15 half hour half hour yeah probably half hour last half hour movie awesome purely awesome if you ever wanted to see all these characters come together in an awesome way fighting Thanos and his army it's it's there it's awesome that's that's hands down i do a list at the end of the year uh where i always say like my favorite director actor actress um fight scene or action scene that's there that's gonna be there that's not going that's that's in the top spot right now because nothing is gonna take away that scene it is awesome it is uh it's fan service but not fan service in the way where like mike said it's you know over the head heavy-handed it's it's great um yeah i mean i have nothing else to say just go watch it go watch it a bunch of times 
uh, in a packed theater uh, on the biggest screen you possibly can because uh, it's great and uh, you will cry and you will tear up and you cannot deny that if you if you walk up like no I didn't cry I'm calling you a fucking liar because um, I'll admit it I cried I teared up happy tears emotional tears all of it there's uh, a girl that needed like a full minute and a half <laughs> She was with her friends and they were like, she needs a minute. And she was like shaking uncontrollably, sobbing. My Christian's right. My friend brought his mom who doesn't watch any of the stuff and she cried through half of the movie. It's just, you can't argue with the, like we were saying, with the emotional character moments. I would recommend though, uh, don't drink anything like two and a half hours or I controlled myself because I I have to drink a soda when I'm watching a movie. That's just the way I am. This is the only time I've never done it because of how long I did it very, very slowly. Like, I took tiny sips and I was like, okay, like, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. Don't, don't think about it. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Chance to go to the bathroom. Um, so I was fine. But, uh, yeah. Uh, if you're one of those people that has a small bladder for some reason, don't drink it. Yeah. Like, not at all. I have, I have that problem. And I guess there's two, so there's two moments when Ant-Man says, uh, so Back to the Future is full of shit. You have like two minutes where you can pee, and then, I looked it up online, you have like two minutes where you can pee, and then when Hawkeye wakes up in the water with the soul stone, you have like two minutes, and then that's it. There's like yeah, no that other time. Yeah, that stuff's in the trailers and stuff. Yeah. he's running down the hallway. That's basically the whole scene. Yeah, you Or you except when he's going time. up and he chops down the, whatever, the space dogs, quoting Rocket Raccoon, with a sword. Yeah, throwing a, throwing a catheter and tape the bag to your ankle, you'll be fine. Exactly. Or just drink the large soda, and then when you're done with that, just yes, you know. perfect. It's yeah. dark enough. It's dark. Enough. No one's gonna yeah. care. No, whatever. <laughs> just don't spill it, and you're fine. Yeah. Or drink it. Yeah. Don't time. forget that you did that, and then go for a sip later. Like, ah, oh, oh, son of a bitch. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's it, guys. That's all I got. Um, it's awesome. Go watch it. Let, let me know what your favorite mo- moment was. Uh, um, and uh, yeah, I don't think else. I'm bubbling now because I don't know what else to say other than it's fucking awesome. And go watch it. Uh, so yeah, that's it. Avengers Endgame. Uh, gonna be a mega hit. Probably gonna be in theaters till like August uh, at this point. Um, <laughs> so you got the whole summer to go watch it. That's it. Thanks, Mike, for joining Thank this you. little discussion. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, you'll hear Mike again very soon. And by very soon, I mean time travel, like time, an end game. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, we'll be doing that. Uh, so yeah. Thank you guys so much. Let me know what you guys thought of Avengers Endgame in social media. All the links are down below in the comments. In the comments. And all those who listen on YouTube, then yeah, maybe comments. Um, description area, show notes area, uh, all the social media stuff is on there. So you guys go tell me what you guys think. Uh, and yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Go watch it. It's awesome. Bye.